Hello, ma? It's Bernard. No, nothing's wrong. Come on, I don't need an excuse to call my mother, do I? <laughs> I know, I am. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes. Yes, I will. I know. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Goodbye, I have to do my tax. Welcome to the Clary Podcast. Vision of Aaron Clary LLC. Brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com. Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. And now, your host, Captain Capitalism himself. World's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Of course, of course. Right when you start recording, that's when the antivirus. Hey, you, you know you got this. Hey, you know we could do this better. It's it's the same thing with politics. Let me explain to you how the nerds in Silicon Valley are the exact same as do-gooder. Social justice. We can't even call them social justice warriors, um, but crusaderists. The there's an optimal level of the number of laws and regulations. Ideally, less than more. But let's just say that there's you can get overregulated. You can have too many laws. You can have too many regulations. Just as you could maybe not have enough. You know, if you don't have the Ten Commandments as the basic starting block, I, you know, not to be religious, but you know, somewhere more than Ten Commandments. And somewhere less than the U.S. tax system. But there's an optimal amount of laws in there, so I'd say we're a little bit beyond that. And that doesn't stop, typically, though not always, leftist politicians from introducing more legislation because they can't simply leave it be. Like the Texas state legislature, they only meet once every two years because they knew, hey, we put you idiots together more than once a year. You're going to come up with crazy laws and nobody asks you to fix problems that aren't there. You're going to create problems that don't need solutions. You're going to break, fix things that aren't broken, and you're just going to create too many damn laws. Uh, and you can see this, a perfect example, I know this happens at every major city, but uh, Betsy Hodges, the mayor of Minneapolis, and we could talk about the mayor of St. Paul, I forget his name, uh, but they ban bags. They're looking to get a ban on menthol cigarettes because it disproportionately hurts black people. I guess. I'm not joking. They're like, oh, well, the minority communities are smoking menthol cigarettes, and those are way worse. It's like, what do you mean? But you get you get the point. Like, who who the hell are you? I'm gonna try and make it curse free. But who the hell are you, people? Telling people not to smoke menthol. Really, menthol? See, we're gonna ban plastic bags. This is this is so. You you obviously have uh, people with way too much time on their hands. But that's kind of what you want. In the ideal world, in the perfect governed world, you'd have this ideal level of laws, an optimal level of laws, and then. Your representative, your state, your elected officials would pretty much do nothing. You know, build roads, repair roads, bridges, that sort of thing. But they, they, would, they would not. But no, no, you see, today's Gen X politicians, that's who's now getting in command. These guys, we were, we were brought up on the same leftist slop you kids were. And we have to do something. You, you just can't sit. Their egos won't take it. Their egos will not take just sitting and doing nothing. Like, yeah, you know what? Everybody before you, predominantly white males, <laughs> turn the screws on. Uh, yeah, they, they had the system. It's, it's all set. 
No, you don't have to do anything. It's pretty autopilot. Don't don't mess with it. No, no, don't, no, no, don't, don't ban styrofoam. Don't, what are you doing? What? No, no, don't. No, you're not gonna build bike paths. What do you? No, no, get get, get cars. Just leave it be. Oh no, they gotta do something. It's the same thing with Silicon Valley. It, I don't know if it's being driven by the managers, probably, or if it's the Silicon Valley nerds that are trying to do their best to improve the most. You know, like look what. There's an optimal level of software. There's an optimal level of bells and whistles you could put on an antivirus or any other, a, a browser, anything, app, anything. And what I think they got to do is to either impress their boss or impress themselves or somewhere in their logic, uh, uh, they think getting that brand new Mercedes and making the 160000 over in Silicon Valley is going to get them a girl, which it, it hasn't. It hasn't. I don't know if you guys know it's the Silicon Valley. There's a dearth of women, and not a lot of women aren't going out with you. But you got you got to program added things, bells and whistles into a program that no one ever asked. I got what is it AVG? You know, it's telling me, oh hey, we have a we noticed there's a an add-on to your browser that's poorly rated. I'm like, who gives a crap if it's poorly rated? Yeah, I don't use it. And they're like, we could uninstall it. I'm afraid, no, you're not going to uninstall it right. You're going to do something wrong. You're going to add more software. You're going to slow down my computer. But I I don't want AVG looking for inefficient apps or add-ons or extensions to other programs that aren't. Find the antivirus, find the malware, find the spyware, and eliminate it. That's your job. That's what I want you to do. I had I got an Android phone and now Google is notifying me about everything. I'm getting notifications about storms happening over in the Gulf of Mexico. I'm like that does not affect me. Why am I getting a notification? Hey, this person, even Facebook, here to show you, you know, where you just can't sit and, and let be well enough alone. Uh, Facebook will tell you now. I'm a, I'm probably going to have to uninstall because it it's just I use it as a tool, but I gotta. I got to uninstall it because it's not good for you. It's just not good for you. I got to get off that social media because I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? Because I don't have any friends or coworkers, so I have all my digital friends on the interwebs. Hi, guys. Are you at work too? No, I'm at coffee. I'm getting coffee. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's my digital water cooler. Hey. Um, But Facebook will say, it'll notify you, hey, Bob Bobson posted for the first time in a long while. And I, I'm like, are you, you know, I, I clicked, no, what did Bob say? Did Bob send me? No, Bob never sent me a text. It's just, it's not even, to, it's not even linking to Bob. It links to Bob, but the notification itself is, hey, did you know Amy posted for the first time in a long time? It's like, that's it? This is what you're notifying me? What idiot over in Silicon Valley came up with that one? Hey, let's just throw more crap on these people's phones. Let's get more dinging and noises on these people's phones. Now, Google is telling me news alerts, stuff I've never signed up for, so I have to go into settings. It's like, ah, oh, forget it. I wonder if there's like a stripped-down version. I know, what is it? Apps are ran, uh, most Android phones, I think, are Linux-based. The operating system is Linux-based. But is there like a Linux phone where it's just a stripped-down basic phone? It doesn't allow, like, oh, you're, you, Google trying to weasel its nose uh, uh, up your anus to find out what's, hey, you know, that's got to be, you know, that's up. Like, just, just get it away. Is there something just stripped down where I don't have to, you have to open the app 
in order for it to tell you, hey, Bob farted down in Brownsville, Texas. Hey, hey, Amy's about to buy something at McDonald's. She's near you, according to the location app. <sighs> anyway, it's the Clary Podcast, and it is, it's one of those days where it's below freezing, but the rain is not cold enough. It's warmer above than it is on the ground. And so it's cold, and it's wet, and it's cloudy, and it's miserable. Uh, we were supposed to get three inches of snow, but I think that's out in the outer, outer burbs. Not getting any here. Just getting rain, and, and it's sleet, but nothing's sticking on the ground. And it was one of those days where I, I woke up, and I just looked out, and I'm like, screw this. Stayed in bed. Woke up at 9, which is kind of early for me, but got some sleep. Went to the coffee store. Always go to the car. Get my coffee. Where the soccer moms typically are. But they weren't there today. I think it was too gloomy. We only come out when it's sunny, Tina. Bethany. That's kind of a Gen X name, isn't it? Bethany. Well, it's Teresa. Those are, those are kind of Gen Xer names. And uh, I just sat there with my coffee. Nice one. But I... Um, I don't know. I think I think I can't handle the coffee anymore because then I get immediately jittery again. I had one cup of coffee. I think, you know, I'll be cozy in my little hot, you know, hot coffee and then the hot coffee place and I'm working on my laptop. I was very cozy, but man, once I slammed that coffee, I was all jittery and everything. Now, I, do, I don't even think I can have like a full cup of coffee, man. I would just, you know, have my Rooster Booster light and call it a day. Still groggy, though, still because it was so cold and everything and and cloudy and gray. Need the coffee to get up. And then then I'm kind of compelled. It's like, oh, I got to work. I got to do something. Today is the day to podcast. You know, this is is the day to podcast. Starting to figure out my day and like, oh, I got uh, asshole consulting to do. And I'm like, oh, darn it. I got to work out. I I got enough time. I got enough time to do all this. Let's not complain. Let's not let the caffeine chemicals affecting my mood here affect my mood. Let's override. Let's just get the work done. We're going to do a podcast. Then I get a call, and I reckon I'm like, oh, it's my mom. I'm like, oh, crap. She's coming to town. That's right. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing. Trying to figure out work. Trying to figure out if I should work, take a day off or not, because it's so cloudy and Lousy, I might just watch a you know, black and white movie. Oh, well, I was going to do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You forget you told you committed to something. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, come on over. We'll go do stuff. Okay. So she's running errands in the city. And then she'll come up. And then I'm like, oh, now I really have to get the work done. Now I really got to get cracking. I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I love my mom. But you, you guys all know. It's just like, oh, wait, that's right. Mom. Then, then they'll be dead, and then you'll really miss them. You'll be like, oh, crap, yeah, I wish I did. So that's why I spend time with mom. And my dad. Spend time with the people. Well, people in general. Before they die. That's basically it. I want to spend time with, with you guys before you die. That's, that's kind of... And that's life. That's all it really is. Hey, let's spend some time together before we die. God, it's depressing and sad. Oh, I try to I try to let go and like kind of take a day off yesterday, and I, I was talking to Rolo Tomasi. You guys know him, RationalMail.com. I mentioned it before, where it's like the doc told me a year ago I gotta back off and stop redlining it. I gotta take I gotta take some time off. You need to take a Sabbath, and I try, and all that does is 
delay the rest of my work. It makes me antsy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know I got to relax, but it's, it's letting go and truly enjoying your time off, having no guilt. And I say, hey, Rolo, you got to, he's like, oh yeah, every day. Like when he takes a day off, he's, he's like, I could be doing something else. And it's, I think given he's 50 and I'm 42, I'm by this stage in the game, you're hardwired this way. You, you can't just turn a switch and, oh yeah, I'm going to slough off now and relax. Like, oh, I could write this post. I got to write this article. I got to do, I got to do asshole consulting after this. I have actual work and chores. I got to go to the gym, and now I'm rushing. Now I'm not taking it easy. But by the end of the day, when I write my post, I go to my coffee store. I get all my email done. I uh, do a podcast. I hit the gym. I do the dishes. I run some errands. Then the day, then I feel, then I feel good. Then I feel good. Then I could kind of relax that that night. But yesterday, all I did was bum around and do absolutely nothing. Ate for crap. Um, like, you know, I'm going to really have, I don't think, I don't think the body's used to that. I don't think the body is used to that. I've been, oh, I felt great. When, when you get to that level where you're working out, you're not boozing, you're not eating crappy food and you're getting regular exercise. It's, it's like, um, it's kind of like a reverse hangover. It's not a constant high, but you just feel a lot better, but you don't like, wow, I feel amazing. Like you wake up after 13 hours. It's not like that. It's something also you start noticing like, wow, I've, I've been feeling really good this past month. You know, I've, I've, been, I've been conscious, aware, acute. It's not like, oh, wow, you're not excited. It's just like, yeah, that past month was, yeah, you know, I, I, I get up, I got a little bit of energy. A little bit more spring in my stuff. I'm not tired. I'm like, hey, let's, you know. Although today I don't know how you can help but be tired. But man, it's. It's, I don't think I could take the days. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can. I know I have to. And I have to let go of the guilt. I have to relax. I have to know you can have a debt. But then I even watched uh, Some Like It Hot. Great movie. Great movie. Tony Curtis and Jack Lemon. I was watching it. And it was black and white. You know, kind of a cold day last night. And we just sat and watched. It was funny. And I'm kind of like, oh, I just wasted two hours. Like, did I really waste two hours? You know, what am I supposed to do? Keep writing, keep it together. You know, inevitably you do have to take. So we we took some time off and watched it. It was hilarious. I enjoyed it, but I'm kind of like, well, I already seen that. I know what happens. Maybe that's the sad thing is like if if you're spending all your time on the first two levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and just like aiming for safety and food and security, and all of a sudden you're 40, and then all of a sudden things start going your way. It's like, can you really just upgrade? You know, just like that. Yeah, self-actualization. Let's drink scotch and watch movies. It's like, uh, no, I'm used to being down here. I'm used to working in the bowels of the Titanic in the boiler room. No, I don't want to go upstairs. I don't want to see the light. I don't want to hang out with the rich people playing shuffleboard. It would scare me. I'll be too intimidated. I, I don't want to. Oh, so yeah. Anyway, I got my mom coming. I got it. What do we got to do today? What's on the Oh, you know what? Let's do some. Clean up my email. Speaking of being efficient, <clears throat> we got fan mail. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, what was my password? Was that it? I think maybe. Oh, where'd it go? Um, power of complaining. 
Uh, did I write this? Hello, Aaron. My wife and I are longtime listeners, first-time writers. We recently finished our reconnaissance and settled in Butte, Montana, while shopping for land to build a homestead. If you happen to come through the area, drop us a line if you want to get a beer or go for a hike. We have an open schedule, not enslaved, and normal 9-to-5 jobs. Keep up the good work preaching the gospel of truth. Cheers, David and Cam. Well, thanks. They sent some pictures. Yeah, they got a little camping there out there in, in Butte. I've driven through that. And he mentioned Grasshopper Pass. That's why I got to save this. I'm going to archive this. I'm going to put that in hiking. No way, I'm going to put that in Montana. Move to. Do I have a Montana file? I do not. Oh, wait, here it is. I do have people in Montana. Kind of hard. Can't just go to one part. Hey, I'm coming to Montana. Yeah, which side? <laughs> Where exactly? Billings, I'm only I'm only 10 hours away. Yeah, I'll be there for your coffee. Let me drive from. Well, that's not Wallace. That's Idaho. What is the town? Missoula. I remember one time leaving uh, Seattle at 3 p.m. or 2 p.m. thinking I was going to make it all the way to Billings. I didn't pull into Billings until like 4 a.m. Said, so, "Hey, can I get like a late checkout?" They're like, "Yeah, you can. You could get a late checkout." I'm like, "Thank you." Then what? Did I go and visit Dirty Harriet after that? I probably do. Every time I go through Billings, you know, it's just you drop south and you go say hi to Dirty Harriet. Uh, what else is this uh, thing? Um. I'll not linger. Oh, this guy. Darn it. Guys, um, I don't know what's going on with Asshole Consulting, but you guys are all emailing me at my Cappy Cap account. Um, you're sending me uh, questions. Uh, that's a fan mail. Oh, here's fan mail. Hi, Aaron. Just want to thank you for all you do. I'm a longtime fan of your work. I listen to all your podcasts, and I like reading your blog posts. I bought Enjoy the Decline and Curse of the High IQ and thoroughly enjoyed reading them. I'll be buying Bachelor Pad Economics for my boys when they get a bit older, currently age 7 and 5. Yeah, it's a little younger. Let them be boys. Since I found your podcast, since I found podcasts like yourself and a cynical libertarian, I've pretty much cut out the mainstream media from my life aside from the occasional article I find online, and even then it's mostly for the comment section. Yeah, I, I've, I've, gone, I've gone off the... The news. I don't really even pay attention to the news anymore. If if it's newsworthy, something new and different, sure I'll listen. But I don't. I can't even read comments section. That's the problem. You go to the comments section. That's like the peanut gallery. Then things get really depressing. I don't know how you could read the comments section. But um, yeah, it's it's nice after I've. It's kind of like unplugging from you know uninstalling Facebook or go, going off of social media. If you go off of social media and you stop paying attention to the news. I know a lot of people say, well, that's, that's ignorant. You're not going to be... I'm just like, no, 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 it's not... No, ignorant is keep listening to that stuff thinking you're going to change it and wasting your precious and finite life watching it. Just try it. Everybody try it, you know? If you want, tune into the uh, Jim Fear, uh, jimfear138.blogspot.com. Tune into his podcast. It's geekery. Tune into uh, Michael Kingswood, podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash RSS, I think is... It. I mean, just anything not politics... The Bill Burr podcast. I really like listening to that. Just so I don't have to... I don't care about the politics anymore. I just don't. Uh, I came across a couple articles I want to pass along to you in case you're looking for content for your blog or podcast. The first one deals with teachers in Ontario leading a discussion on white privilege with their 8th grade class. See, but why Why would I click on this? I'm not besmirching you there, Mike. Thank you for the, for the link. 
What, 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 oh, teachers are telling white kids that they suck? Is that it? And that they owe the natives money? Is, is that what it's going to be? I mean, that, that's, that's old hat. That's not news. The second one I came across at the library while reading Consumer Reports magazine, but here's the link, online link below. It's over a year old, and you have, may have seen it already about student debt in the United States. The one gal's quote is priceless. I feel I kind of ruined my life going to college. Yeah, you did. A bit about me. I'm 39, married with two boys, major in actuarial science, but got fed up with studying for and writing the SOA exams. So I went to teacher's college and currently teach high school math. I have to admit it's a great great gig and I really enjoy it. I feel that I'm the rogue teacher you've mentioned that has a contraband copy of Worthless to pass around. Dude, don't even even risk your, your career. Just disavow me. Be Judas. You don't know Jesus Christ. Who? Here's your 30 shekels, 30 pieces of silver. Um, it's, it's, it's good what you're doing for the students, helping them so they don't major in stupid crap, but I'm not there yet, but perhaps when I get closer to retirement. Okay, good. You're not, as long as you, yeah. If you're ever going to be in this area, I'm not going to mention where. Can't say I recommend it. You're not missing much. I would love to have you over for a cigar. All the best, Mike. Okay, well, thanks, Mike. Let's click on this article here. Student loan crisis. Consumer reports. Student death crisis, lives on hold. Well, they shot themselves in their own foot. Do we even have to go through? Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this, gal. <laughs> Consumerreports.org slash student-loan-debt-crisis. Oh, my God. Look at these ugly women. Jesse, 28, 90,000 in student debt. Jackie Crowen, 32, 152,000. She's, she's got the glasses and the cat. And then who is this? Vanessa McClurg, 29, 73,000 in student debt. They said they would definitely take away my father's pension. They said they have every right. They do. I kind of feel ruined by my life going to college. Can I click on this, gal? What did she study in? We don't, do we even have to go with occupation nurse? How are you, how are you not to attend community college in Oregon? She borrowed more when she transferred to Portland State. Still more at a nursing school from Rochester. You didn't have to meet with anybody. She says, you click some buttons on the computer and you had a huge check. Whoa, I just think that's free money, huh, Jackie? How are you a nurse? Like, you got to be smart to be a nurse. That's a real degree. That's not easy. How do, how do you not know basic math? Uh, this, is, this is addition and subtraction. That's what this is. And compound interest, if you guys can do expon- uh, exponentials. But what, that latest crazy kook uh, math is, is what, white privilege or something? You guys probably saw that article. Uh, looking back, Crown uh, realized she had no idea what she was doing when she took out her loans. Her parents said she encouraged her to borrow because the interest rate was low. Like many young borrowers, she didn't know how much interest could accrue. It didn't make sense to me, she says. Well, it, her balance is currently 24 more than what she borrowed. Well, maybe you should work a second job and pay it off. I mean, who's going to marry this gal? 32, got her cat. I mean, she's ugly too, but you know. Uh, here's Vanessa McClurg. What did she study? McClurg's father, U.S. Navy, co-signed her loans. Oh, well, he should know better. She was hospitalized with pneumonia as a sophomore. Staph infection. All right, I actually feel bad for her. That, that, that's bad. Got a $9 an hour. What did she study? Oh, she never finished. Education never finished. Yeah, but that's not common. 
Um, Saul Newton, 23000 in debt. That's not bad. He dropped out and joined the army. There you go, under the GI Bill. So I'm also in Afghanistan, blah, blah, blah. He's doing all right. The Faces of Student Debt. Who's this guy? Kevin Logan Jr., Kent State University. Oh, I don't want to play. No, no, no. I didn't want to do that. I did not want to play. Read more. I just like seeing these people suffer. Yeah, we don't have to. I'm not going to click on that. Um, anyway, well, thanks for the email, Mike. I appreciate that. Let me put you into the file. Do I have a file? I wonder if my mom's going to call. Uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> hang on. This is from John. John writes, Hey, Aaron, I hope you're doing well. I contacted you many months ago about reading, after reading your amazing book, Curse of the High IQ. I just want to say that it really opened my eyes to certain people's situations and really got me to look at the most intelligent differently. Anyway, I just read it again and it has inspired me to do something I believe is badly needed. Although this can never substitute being physically in the proximity of those the most intelligent wish to be with, I do believe this will ameliorate somewhat of the problems of loneliness of today's geniuses. I've been learning coding and plan to create a social network specifically for the small sliver of the world's most intelligent people. Yeah, it's called Mensa. It already exists. <clears throat> the purpose is to give them more interaction with the few that exist that may give them some special level of intellectual stimulation and satisfaction. I base this on your very poignant observation that geographically speaking, these people don't all congregate in one in all the same place. Thankfully, we live in the age of the internet. Why am I contacting this about you about this, you may ask. Well, at minimum, this is a heartfelt thank you for opening my eyes to my own problems. In addition, I want to offer you the opportunity to be involved at whatever level you like. Yeah, I don't want to be involved. Um, I don't have... If it's I don't. It's not that it's it's just not going to work. We it already exists. Most you can invest in. Be not. I want to invest. <clears throat> At least you can do absolutely nothing. Yep. I mean, if you set it up, I'll I'll plug it for you. And I'll tell people about it when the website is ready. Thank you again. Yeah. Thanks, man. I I, I appreciate it. Um, but I just don't think it's there's not enough people critical mass wise, and you got Mensa already for it. Hang on. I'm also cleaning out my email. Aaron, are you cleaning out your email? Yes. While you're podcasting, yes. All right. Uh, gift cards. Um, is this from Canada? Rental unit overrun by maggots, mold, and feces after city program fails landlord. <laughs> Nitin Mira, East Indian dude, thought he was doing a good deed. The Ottawa man, 32, agreed to join a city-funded program that matches private landlords with homeless people who need a permanent place to live. Oh, you, you idiot. You fool. You thought this was, oh, God. He deserved everything he got. Seven months later, his unit is trashed and crawling with maggots. When you walk in the door, you're hit with the stench of rotting food and feces. How hard is it to hit the toilet? That's what I want to know. You don't rent to the homeless. You just don't. It's not that hard to be... Look, if you can't find lodging 
That's like the number one thing a human's got to do. I've never been homeless. I've never approached homelessness because I made darn sure. But if you're homeless, there's something wrong with you, typically mentally. But you're not, I mean, these are the people that, yeah, he's holding up a bottle of urine. They peed in the bottle, not the toilet. <laughs> but you were a good social justice warrior, weren't you, Nitin? Nitin Mira, what a nice, diversity, wonderful, warm, fuzzy leftist, fuzzy buddies. The unit's buzzing with dozens of flies, covered in half-eaten perishables and littered in piles of knee-deep garbage. It's a botched program, says Mira. The city's heart was in the right place, but they just did not execute it well at all. Well, that serves you right for relying on government employees. You know inferior people work for government, Mira, right? You know that, right? That's why government can't get anything done. In, in addition to there not being any competition and it being a money grab, you have incompetent people. <clears throat> Mira says the program was supposed to provide tenant support services, which includes counseling and weekly visits. None of that happens, says Mira. He faces thousands of dollars in damages and has evicted the tenant who is now homeless again. Well, that's not nice. I had a lot of insurance given to me. Three months after he reached out for answers, Mira says the city's finally working with him to resolve the situation, but it's been a long road. Mira bought the veneer duplex when he was 24 years old. Oh, he's like my age. Oh, yeah. He calls it the cutest apartment where he lived for several years before buying another home and turned the duplex into a rental unit. Smart man. Uh, last spring, he bought all new appliances and posted a Kijiji ad. Is that like Canada's Craigslist? Offering the one-bedroom apartment for rent within a couple weeks, Mirror says a Salvation Army worker in Ottawa answered his ad asking him to join a city-endorsed program that helps people get off the streets. <laughs> oh, God, look at the pictures. This is horrible. Oh, this is horrible. There's feces all over. Oh, my God. Oh, this is... Oh, the picture's alone. Yep. Wow. That is... VHS tapes? Why do they have VHS tapes? Tenant to blame, says the CMA. Yeah, I'm not going to read this. This looks like a one of those long... Daily Mail pieces, except it came out of Canada. Um, well, maybe it was to do some... Can you tell I'm just down? I'm kind of down. Kind of sad. Kind of depressed. No reason to be depressed. Let's get some pod- or sponsors here. All right, it's Asshole Appreciation Month. That's October. Tell everybody about that. Uh, we have another sponsor, businessbuyeradvantage.com. David Barnett, before you buy a small business, please go to businessbuyeradvantage.com. Either read his books... Take his class or hire him directly uh, to consult you on buying a business. He will find everything wrong with the business. And trust you me, if you don't know what to look for, he does. He's got 20 years experience in business brokeraging and credit analysis and all that. Had him on the podcast. Very interesting uh, fellow to talk to. But uh, definitely check that out. Businessbuyeradvantage.com. Let him know that the captain sent you. Praxy, if you guys need to get in contact with me directly um, for emergency asshole consulting services. You can download the Praxy app on your phone, P-R-A-X-E-Y, and then you just look up Asshole Consulting. Uh, Through the app, you can contact me directly. It is $2 a minute with a $25 connection charge, so please have your questions ready. Although I don't care if you want to talk. I had people talk an hour and a half one time. I'm like, if you want to pay $200 to talk to me for an hour and a half, you can't. Uh, jacobsadultplayground.com check out jacobsadultplayground.com before you head to Vegas if you're heading to Vegas contact Jacob let him know the captain sent you 
I said, well, why would I contact him? He knows all the ins and outs. Trust you me, he'll save you a couple hundred bucks. He'll get you, he knows deals. He's like, you're, he's your guy. He's, got, he's the guy. You got a guy? Yeah, I got a guy. He's your guy, the Vegas guy. So contact Jacob. See what he ought. He, he could get you into clubs. He could get. He'll tell you how the cheapest place, the best place. So contact him. Uh, my Amazon affiliate program. If you want to help out the captain, go and buy, do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You can find that by going to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner and then do all your online shopping there. Uh, we have my books: Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ. And my most recent one, it's more of an essay, is Poor Richard's Retirement. If you don't have enough money saved up for retirement, and that's everybody, get Poor Richard's Retirement. Read it. And if you have if you have spending problems, if you like to get your budget, everyone says, oh, spend less than you make. This shows you how. This, te- this takes you through the philosophy. That's probably the number one uh, benefit of this book is it's not just like spend less than you make and be a minimalist. It shows you how to do that by putting humans first and foremost in your life. So you can find all those on Amazon.com. All of them are in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook, except for The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, which is only available in paperback and Kindle because I am a racist. Uh, and also, as, since it's Asshole Appreciation Month, if you could review the books online, if you have read them, please take the time to give a star rating and review them, write a review. I'd appreciate it very much. We have other people's books, Run, Guts, Pull, Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's by uh, Adam Piggott. You can visit his site by going to Pushing Rubber Downhill. Dot com and checking out his podcast there. We have Carrie Lutz's book, Viral Podcasting, if you ever want to become a podcaster. Uh, Rolo Tomasi's Positive Masculinity, if you have to be a young man and uh, you're sick and tired of being yelled at for being male and you have privilege. I mean, just the rank leftist sexist, genuine sexist propaganda. Or maybe you're just sick and tired of the rah-rah, you go-girlism. Like, that, that's got to get tiring. That's been going on since the late 80s. Oh, my God, just nonstop. It's like, ah, oh, shut up already. You hate women. No, no, we're just sick of sick of the nagging. That's what it is, isn't it? Almost 30, 40 years of nagging. Anything I could do, it's like, yeah, okay, I know. I know. Yes, yeah, I know. You you go, girl. Yes, it, you, you're just so amazing. You are all, you're just all so amazing. Who would have thought that would have made people millions of dollars? You just tell you're just all amazing. I just feel it's everybody's so positive, and we can do anything. You go, girl! Yeah, woo! I want to. Uh, did did saying yeah and woo does that ever close the wage gap? Because inevitably, I, I, it, it's like uh, like uh, motivational speakers. Of which I have nothing against. Motivational speakers are great. Tony Robbins, you can all make fun of him. But hey, he props up people. The question is, does it prompt you into action? And based on the uh, lack of closing the wage gap, you know, I know women would like men to perform less. That's how they want to close the wage gap. We men would prefer you girls perform more. Uh, But based on it not closing... And the constant whining and complaining and demanding of assistances and, and handicaps and legs up and, and slowing us down and the lowering of standards. Uh, all this rah-rah inspirational talk, that's all it's been. It, 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 it ultimately matters if you girls translate the rah-rah you go-girlism into like getting real jobs, majoring in real things. Otherwise, it's just 
I don't know. Does is is that it? Is it just it's got to feel good? It's all about the feels, huh? Forget production. Forget reality. It's all about the feels. A life of feels. How to be an American woman? Feeling nothing more than feel. Even what was it? Barbara Streisand knew nothing more than feelings. She knew they weren't real. That's tangible. I mean, what do you? Would you rather feel good, or would you actually want to get a check that made a lot of money? Would you like to not be unemployed? Would you like to not have student loans? Ah, not joking. Going forward, if I ever have to close up shop or something happens, then the the new Aaron Clary is going to be evil. He is going to sell you girls and boys stupid enough to buy it. He's going to sell you lies and propaganda. He's going to give you feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Um, Marcus Brown's book, another book niggas ain't going read. Uh, you can find that on Amazon. He got in a car accident. I got to give him a call. He seems to be all right. He was on the Facebook saying he was all right. But man, it didn't look like a, I think there's no good car crash, but it did, didn't look like a fender bender. So I hope he's all right. I got to give him a call. Uh, Perils of the Information Age. Uh, for those of you who are worried about the roboticized economy, check that out. <clears throat> Perils of Information Age on Amazon.com. And uh, Glorious Carl's book, Trade the Ratio. Whether you're a beginner, a novice to investing in precious metals, or you invest in precious metals and would like to trade them to actually make money off of them, consider getting the book Trade the Ratio by Glorious Carl. You can find that on Amazon.com. I think it's paperback and Kindle. I don't think it's audio. I don't think it's, it lends itself uh, to audio well because he's got a lot of charts and graphs. It's a bit uh, mathematical. Now, listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? From Hoosier Econ, I'm sure many of you saw this before. I linked to it on the blog, but it's worth uh, discussing here. Pizza Shop tries socialism business model and fails. Let's stop at the title. Socialism is antithetical to business. I love it. God bless you communists and socialists who you're going to... I'm going to start a coffee store and it's going to be socialist. I'm going to breathe underwater. I'm going to swim in outer space. I don't know what you... I mean, do you really understand communism? No, Aaron, you don't understand it. All right, fine. Uh, From HoosierEcon.com, the Boston Pizza Shop opened in 2015 under the guise of social justice. The owner vowed to take the store's profits and compensate the workers. Well, (laughs) you need profits first. Why Why didn't the workers just have ownership? Why don't you just give them a share in the company? The socialist model, which celebrated so much the New England Patriots owner, gave the owners $100,000 for the upstart. Really? The guy who voted for uh, for uh, Donald Trump gave them $100,000. See, even with $100,000, you guys couldn't do it. Two years later, the store is closing because of the business model. Launched in 2015, the Fair Wage Pizza Shop will close at the end of the year, according to Bing Broderick, executive of the director of the nonprofit Haley House. Let's look up. Bing Broderick. Let's see. Do you guys want to guess whether he's an engineer, an accountant, or a tradesman, or a burger flipper? Burger flippers contribute to society. I want to bet that he has. Who are we? Oh, my God. We can't just. Wow. Go to the HaleyHouse.org and look at these people. Well, which one's Bing? That's somewhere. That's Michael. Dave. Ina. How many people are here? Seth. Carol. Maybe just put on there. Monroy, Williams, Abdallah, Pitts. Uh, how many people? 
<sighs> Let me go back. I think I had a LinkedIn. Let's go LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, he does not exude masculinity. Business and marketing manager, Haley House Bakery and Cafe, WGBH Enterprises. I don't know what that is. Director of Special Marketing, Student Affairs Officers. What's special? Rounder Records? They still make records? Oh, we got out in 2000. Now he's got a little bit better. Haverford College, is that a real degree? Bachelor's of Arts in English. Okay. The executive director of the nonprofit Haley House, which oversees the shop. While popular, the shop is not breaking even financially, which has put stress on the wider nonprofit organization. Pitching as pizza with purpose. See, you can't just make pizza, can you? It's always got to, just to make everybody masturbate over themselves about what good leftist is social justice. You got to add, you have to add a, a, a cause, don't you? I can't just go get my coffee, huh? I got to hear about Amy's blend. I can't just go get my burrito. I got to be lectured about compost, landfill, and recycling over at Chipotle, which I'm not going to anymore, but. You guys always, you just can't do one thing. Pitched his pizza with purpose. The restaurant offered above pay, above average pay, as well as culinary and leadership training. What's leadership training? Leadership? I always, I always loved it how, how the, the, you want to know who frauds are in the world? You want to know who, who the real frauds are? Quickest way to tell if someone's a fraud is if they claim that they could teach you leadership. You know, MBAs, oh, we have a leadership program. Oh, we have an executive leadership program. And they themselves have never been a leader in any successful. Anyway, you know, they weren't in the military. They weren't a captain. They didn't like go charge a hill. They didn't call in airstrikes. They didn't, they didn't run a business unit. You know, the key thing is you have to be successful. That's the other thing. You have to be successful. Nothing wrong with failing. Nothing wrong with failing. But then inevitably, you better have a success in there. Say, I've learned from my mistakes, and that part of being a leader is doing, is starting off rookie and making mistakes and screwing up. Absolutely. But inevitably, there better be some freaking success. And look at this. You got a handicap. You get, you get a leg up. You get more legs up than American women get with affirmative action. You had a $100,000 donation from Robert Kraft, and then you have the nonprofit backing up financially as well. Last year, Robert Kraft... Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, but after an analysis of the business operations and trends, the board determined that Haley House could not continue to subsidize the pizza shop without putting peril, in peril its own efforts. Three other restaurants opened in the area around the same time as Dudley Doe and are still operating. Last year, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, donated 100000 to Haley House specifically for Dudley Doe despite the board's decision. Roderick said a significant effort is being made to support the staff at the shop as they transition to new jobs. What, don't you just, like, get fired? <clears throat> no, I don't want to sup subscribe now. Oh, look, they're making this is behind a paywall. Hang on. Ah, you, you 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 don't need me to go through it. You don't need me to. It once again, if you communists can't get a shop to work, you can't get a coffee shop to run. You can't run a successful little small entrepreneurial venture like this. Why should we put you in charge of an 80 trillion dollar global economy? I you guys do you cannot even get one small microcosmic example or instance of communism to work. You tried it big. You said, "Hey, we got an idea. Let's take all 120 million Russians and have them be poor." 
Look at that idea. Although I will admit, it may was it may was an improvement over their serfdom. I'll grant you that. Look at the history. If you ever want a really interesting history, listen to the Russian rulers uh, history podcast. It's very interesting, and you kind of learn like, oh, I could see. You'd say, well, why would they? Were they just jealous of the rich people? It's like, yeah, there's a little bit of that, but you got to realize they were they were serfs. The Russians were serfs before it was a serfdom, basically slavery. And so, yeah, communism would look better to that. But then it just became a nightmare. Just became a nightmare. But, you know, you rolled it out big. And then, hey, let's take the most populated country in the world and put communism here. Hey, where'd 100 million people go? Hello? Chang? Wang? Bok Choi? Wang Chung? Where'd you guys go? Oh, they're dead. Great leaps forward. Now we didn't do it right. Well, how about, how about... I just have one request of communists. Try small scale first. Just before you, before you decide to roll it out on the world's most populated nation and kill a bunch of people along the way, how about you... I like this. I like this. Pizza shop. Let's start with pizza shops. No one really got killed. You even had an evil capitalist bail you out. <laughs> you, you know, that didn't work. All right, let's build off of that model. What did you learn? Tweak some things a little bit. I wonder if Bites, there's another, now they're, they're more capitalist. They just decided that they were going to pay a, min, a, a living wage. It's hilarious. These guys says, we're going to pay our, our employees a $15 an hour minimum wage. Uh, and then the city of Minneapolis just jacked up the minimum wage to t- uh, 15 bucks. Bites Restaurant, Minnesota. Let's see if these guys are still in business. They might be. Bites. Oh, well, they're doing pretty good. Four points, four stars. Looks like they're still in business. I hope they do well. I, you know, if you could afford to pay your staff fifteen dollars an hour, that's good. I think they were also the one thing I will grant them. Um, they these were both chefs <clears throat> that worked in in high level, like high-end hotel. So these guys aren't BS. They do have experience uh, running a kitchen. But the other thing, and this is where I think they, they can actually do it, is they had a different managerial style. They're going to run the, the, the restaurant differently, not whatever the baby boomers told them to. And they had a different idea on how the staff, like, I don't think you have servers. You have runners. I think everyone's a runner. Um, I'd have to go there and check out. But there was, it was going to be managed differently. So I was thinking like, okay, that might work. That business model might work. But they're there to make money. They're there for a profit. They weren't there for feel goods and, and help out with the children's. Uh, I'll get some more podcasts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing well today. Uh, if you're <laughs> done listening to the sad, depressing podcast, you can go to the Hanging Chads. Look up the Hanging Chads podcast. Actually, I'm going to download that. I'm going to download some podcasts before I go to the gym. Maybe if I go to the gym, I'll feel better. Um, hire out uh, asshole consulting if you would. If you got questions, if you'd like to be, you know, house paid off and independently wealthy, well, not independently wealthy, but <clears throat> a minimalist, and can do whatever you want and sleep until, and then be depressed and sad because it's gloomy. I'll go to asshole consulting. I'll give you my advice. Uh, if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, it's fifty dollars a month. We get about three thousand listeners weekly, and that also gets you a YouTube video, a commercial, and I put you up on the on the blog 
Get you a little banner ad there. Elkin CPA, visit ElkinCPA.com. If you are looking for an accountant, year-end is coming up. Get ahead of the curve. Chad is always looking for new good clients, not people who file extensions, good clients. You know, the responsible ones. Contact Chad at ElkinCPA.com. ConservativeBrew.com, if you're looking for good coffee, that's better than Black Rifle Coffee. That's my opinion. I've tried both. I was let down with Black Rifle, and yes, I did try several blends. Uh, Just go get Conservative Brew Coffee instead. Go to conservativebrew.com. Your money goes to conservatives, not leftist morons trying to run a communist coffee store. It's good. You know what? It would be very interesting. I always say leftists are very, they're better at conservatives at law, movies, coffee. I'd say IT as well, technology. Uh, But I think what will happen is once conservatives or non leftists start entering the market, they will defeat them. I think conservatives will come up with better coffee. Um, the, oh, what was he going to liken it to? Oh, Cuban cigars. Like, everyone's, oh, Cuban cigars. Cuban cigars are the best. No, they're not the best. Cuban cigars are not the best. Not even close. Connecticut. You don't even have to go into the, into the tropics to get the right type of tobacco. Connecticut is growing really good tobacco right now and making spectacular cigars. Dominican cigars, Nicaraguan cigars, anything in that belt. Uh, cigar, I don't want to, if you want to say technology, but cigars have improved, improved dramatically uh, since the 1950s and 60s when Cubans were, oh, they were all the rage. Now you get in Bermuda, Bahamas, dude, there's so many uh, 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 Jamaican, anywhere in the, in the Caribbean and around the world, you Cameroon, um, I think there's Ghana, but even Connecticut, some of my favorite cigars are made with Connecticut tobacco. And I've had Cuban cigars, and they're not that great. They're just not. So it's the same thing with coffee. I think conservative once once conservatives and non-leftists <clears throat> get in there, and they're not always jerking off to themselves. Oh, we 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 do we do fair trade. We 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 help all people in Guatemala. We help them grow beans. It's like oh yeah, we just make really good cigars with superior tobacco, and it's cheaper because we don't pay. You know, Pablo, $12 an hour, uh, which makes him like, you know, that's about $100,000 a year for for Pablo over in Guatemala. No, we're not paying him that. Uh, What else? We got the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com. That's John Grant's outfit. Obsidian Radio. Check him out on YouTube. Financial Survival Network. That's our good buddy, Kerry Lutz. Silvio Canto, Canto Talk, over on blogtalkradio.com. Search him. O'Shea Jackson, our good buddy over in Poland, our brother across the, in the other hemisphere, becoming a doctor in Poland. O'Shea Jackson, look him up on YouTube. BlowMeUpTom.com, St. Lycus, The Hanging Chads, mentioned them before. I'm going to go and um, download their podcasts. Hopefully they got a new episode out. They do really good interviews. Uh, Black Brigade Debrief with DT and not The Man. The Man has a um, small-scale life podcast if you want to listen to that, but it's it, it, it's it's not me. It's Stuart Smalley. It's very talky like this. Talks like Mr. Rogers. I'm like, what the hell happened? What happened? You're a completely different guy on the other podcast. This is like a side of you I've never seen. Uh, we've talked about Jim Fear 138blogspotcom Go there, read his blog, but he has he has a good podcast, but then also he um um He's got a great blog, but he he does have a podcast and he does do voice acting. He's done a couple of my books, and he's very, very affordable. 
Michael Kingswood, podcast.michaelkingswood.com slash RSS. Uh, Entrepreneurs in Cars. You can find him on YouTube, uh, Rich Cooper. And the safety doc, Dr. Paradin. Uh, you can look him up. He's also on 405media.com, but if you just search safety doc Paradin, P-E-R-R-O-D-I-N, a fellow Wisconsiner. I wonder if he's listening. Hey, Doc, I'm going to be heading off to Vegas. I hear you, we got snow, huh? Yeah, hey, I'm off to Vegas. I'll see you. You have fun. <laughs> Poor guy. We were talking on his podcast one time. He's like, yeah. Cause, and he, I think he read Reconnaissance, man, because he was, he was like, you're right. Because we both grew up in the same area, kind of Milwaukee area. And you, no one ever told us, like, yeah, you don't have to live here. You can go to Florida. And I bet you they told doc, the doc the same thing they told me. Oh, it's really expensive to live in Florida. Well, you can't afford it there. I'm like, oh, okay. It's really expensive. Uh. Wish we had the internet back to say, wait a minute. There was a housing bubble? I can pick up, I can pick up a condo for a song down here? AcademicComposition.com. Check out AcademicComposition.com if you are looking to have your resume done for $100 or you're having, uh, you don't want to do your homework. You don't want to write your papers. They will write your papers for you. Alex and his crackpot team of writing staff will put out uh, or, or write your papers for you so you don't have to. Do what all smart, smart, successful corporations do, and they outsource you know stuff they don't want to do. You're just outsourcing papers that have nothing to do with your degree. Uh, what else? Oh, and if you're looking to work, you're looking to, to write, and you want to work from the comforts of your own home, he's always looking to hire writers and marketers. Okay, Both jobs are very boring. Don't think, oh, it sucks. It's boring. Yes, it is. Writing college papers about lex- leftist Marxist drivel is boring. Don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, so contact Alex Lemon, the captain sent you cynical libertarian society. I forgot to mention, Oh God, he had an excoriating one on women. Again, he, like, I, I wish I could like fully endorse it, but then he'll just like take a position. I'm like, yeah, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, no, no, I, I, I don't, I draw the line a little bit before that with, when it comes to women. I, 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 I do believe they, they should have the right to vote. But based on a meritocracy, I, I think we should go back to owning property. Like paying taxes, owning property, that's, that's all you should. Everyone's like, oh, what, what group of people do you think should have a right to vote? It's like, well, not, don't, don't fall for that. You know how you want to make, you don't want to argue within the woman's frame. You, you, you maintain your frame. Don't let them change the frame. That's Democrats. Democrats divide us based on race, sex, gender, whatever else they come up with. Uh, ableism. Uh, to to have a real meritocracy, it's it's, it's principles. You're, 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 you can you can totally say no. I'm not racist. I base everything on principles. You know, and my my principle it transcends gender, race, or however the Democrats like to divide us up and, and pit us against one another. Do you own property and do you pay taxes? Yes, you can vote. Do you not own property and do you collect a government check? No, you don't get to vote. Period. End of discussion. Leftists who say, well, that disproportionately affects my... Too bad. Up your game. We are not here for lowering standards. That's the Democrats' game. We maintain these standards. Here are the standards. Nobody is stopping you from going and getting a job. And you know, I don't think you should have to own property. That, that's old school stuff. Because maybe it's not in your best interest to own property. That's an expensive... I think you should, you should be paying taxes. That'd be the key thing. If you collect a government check, you don't get to vote. Period. Done. That's going to disproportionately affect... Yeah, too bad for them, huh? Coddling them and all uh, that that group. Whatever group you say, oh, that group, uh, da, 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 too bad for them. I guess I guess we should stop namby-pambying them and pampering them in the ass. 
Maybe we give them a little kicking in the ass. Maybe we treat them and they get strong. Resilience, resistance. Higher standards. You must meet this standard. You want to vote? Get off of welfare. Well, then people might get off of welfare. Yeah, they might. And then aren't they better off than that? Ah, no. You Democrats want to keep them perpetually poor and victims. You don't dare want to hurt their feelings. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. If I told them to get a job, that would hurt their feelings. If I told them to stop having kids they couldn't afford, that would hurt our feelings. Oh, well, let's just make sure that whole family and every generation after that grows up in piss-poor poverty then. We don't want to hurt their feelings, but it's much better that that kid lives in the ghetto or the barrio or the trailer park and ends up uh, getting shot over a meth deal gone bad in a Wyoming parking lot. That's better because we at least spared precious little uh, mumsy's feelings. See feelings. Vote for Democrats and feelings. What else we got? Uh, we got my two classes. The now, if you would like to make money and not be on government checks, I don't think God is even one of my listeners on government. I doubt it. Uh, take my classes: the analysis, evaluation of stocks, and stocks, bonds, investing. Oh my. Two great classes. You can find them online. Just search the titles. The Analysis, Evaluation of Stocks, and Stocks, Bonds, Investing, Oh My. Keep in mind that uh, this is old, pretty much old retired ladies take these classes. Older people in general, but it's predominantly older women. Your mother, your grandmother. So no cursing, no swearing, no politics talk, no Donald Trump this, Barack Obama that. It's, it's nice old ladies having tea and coffee. Right? We're going to be very nice. I'd be on your like you're going to church, right? Uh, but they are good classes if you want. They cost a little bit of money, like a hundred bucks. Uh, but you can find them online. Just search the title. You can take them wherever you want. They're offered at hundreds of different places, so it doesn't have to be in your town. But was it offered at my school? It, it, I, maybe I don't know. Just go online and look. Get the two best of books. He's like, my gosh, I like Aaron's writing. I really read his blog. I'm one of the three people that read it. Get the best of my blog, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. If you would like to see a gorgeous model, Cindy Moran, dressed in various states of distress, lingerie, 1950s housewife uh, dresses, um, evening gowns. She had some – there's one picture alone, the Catholic schoolgirl outfit is worth buying. Captain Capitalism um, – what was it? Wait a minute. Captain's Quarterly. Hang on. I already forgot it. Captain's Quarterly. <clears throat> 2015. Yeah, Volume 1. I did this and then... It was... It was I, was I was very proud of this because it was a nice piece of artwork. Um, Alejandro. Um, or not Alejandro. Jorge. Jorge Gonzalez. Um, he did the front cover. Very kitschy, very Playboy-like. Uh, it came out nice, and uh, I had the model. It was, it was perfect. It, it, Cindy Moran's a great model. Kindle's $2.99. Paperback is $20. The reason the paperback is $20 is because it's color. So it is a work of art. So if you want to uh, buy that, and if you don't believe me, just go and do like the, can we do a look inside? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, there's the model right there, Cindy, right there. Not bad. Not bad at all. Go check that out. should put that. God, and it's, it is so hard to find. I wanted to do this quarterly because that way it would be a little bit more cool to back up my blog. 
like have a quarterly magazine, <clears throat> find a cute model. You cannot find girls. You just cannot find them. The better looking they are, the more the the more worthless they are, the worth less they are. Completely unreliable. Completely un- unreliable. All right, what do we got? What's next here? Uh, I did the fan mail. Vote, subscribe, like, comment, share. Check your nuts. Ladies, go get the mammogram. Uh, tell everybody about the blog and the YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. God almighty, look at me how sad I am. Oh, I got to get to the gym. I just got to get to the gym. I even think about joining a religion. <clears throat> Not that I believe it, that's the paradox. I, you, you look at the you look at the the abyss. You know you, you cannot help but go into nihilism. Uh, you know you got to think, oh, what's after life? Ah, it could be just the nothingness. That's where my money is. I'd like it not to be that, but you kind of like got to prepare your soul a little bit. And I'm like, okay, religion normally does that, but I don't believe in any of these religions because none of them have come up with conclusive proof. Oh, by the way, I even offered Beckloff. Beckloff, you know, the capitalist he is, you know, the hustler, the mover, the shaker. He, he does kind of a similar thing where if you'd like to have him talk about a topic on his blog, he will, but you got to pay him. And so I thought I'd get him and Pastor Tom and say, provide me the secular argument for Christianity. Convince me to, you know, and you'd think him being a, <clears throat> a very devout Christian uh, and Pastor Tom being a pastor, oh yeah, and it's very germane to his, his blog. And I'm like, I'll pay you. I would love to hear the arguments. Convince me. And then uh, and nothing. <laughs> this cricket's chirping. It's like, way to hustle. Way to hustle there, Chris. You can make it up Angel's Landing, but if we dangle a $100 bill in your face, you won't even you won't even wake up. Oh, but yeah, that's... Oh, all right. I'm I'm not going to be sad and depressing anymore. I'm going to let you guys go cuz I'm just I'm just not in a good mood. Um tell friends, tell family, tell loved ones, buy the books, whatever, make me happy. On my mortal finite life here. I guess at least I could get riches, right? I could get riches. <laughs> that that always makes people happy, right? Money makes people happy all the time, doesn't it? That's the solution to every problem. Because that's what the poor people and the Democrats, they get all the money in the world handed to them and they're doing fine, right? All right, we'll see you kids later. Toodles.